Good evening. Our special focus tonight. After 29 years, today a Delhi court ordered that the CBI cannot close a case against senior Congress leader and CWC member Jigdish Taitler on charges of instigating a mob which killed, killed three men at a Gurdwara in 1984. The court said the CBI must reinvestigate charges against Jigdish Taitler and this time record the statement of three crucial witnesses who the CBI had not questioned so far. Nearly three decades later, is there finally fresh hope for the victims' families? Those who relive those horrific days of 1984 remember that within hours of Indira Gandhi's assassination by her Sikh bodyguards, a ruthless, targeted massacre of Sikhs in Delhi and other parts of North India. Official figures say nearly 3,000 Sikhs were killed, unofficially many more. Witness after witness has talked of instigation of mobs by three Congress leaders at least, Sajjan Kumar, H.K.L. Bhagat, Jigdish Taitler. Separate commissions recommended investigations, yet charges have been filed only against Sajjan Kumar. We ask tonight, 29 years later, is there finally fresh hope for justice? Senior Congress leaders today defended Jigdish Taitler, but must there now be action taken against him? Will the Congress find that they can't attack Narendra Modi for 2002 without addressing 1984? hope for a 29-year-long battle for justice, with the Delhi court ordering the CBI to reinvestigate charges against Jagdish Taitler. The former minister, currently a member of the Congress's highest decision-making body, the CWC, is accused of instigating a rioting mob which murdered three men who had taken shelter at a North Delhi Gurdwara on the 1st of November 1984. The court rejected the investigative agency's closure report which gave a clean chit to Jagdish Taitler not once, but twice, claiming there was no evidence against him, no eyewitnesses who could place him at the spot that tragic night. They were all untraceable. This despite NDTV's Sunetra Chaudhary speaking to key eyewitness Jasbir Singh in the United States, who told her in 2007 that he was ready to testify in court, provided he got security. This was used by the lawyer who fought the case as evidence against the CBI. Today's judgment is not just a setback for Jagdish Taitler but for the CBI as well. On two occasions, the investigative agency has informed the court that there is not enough evidence to proceed against Mr. Taitler. But even then, there was a difference of opinion within the CBI. Now clearly the court has said that the investigative agency should do its job and talk to the remaining three witnesses. That's also the plea taken by the family members of the victims, saying that perhaps it's time to finally put an end to the investigation and get on with the trial in the 1984 trial against Jagdish Taitler. The heroine today is this woman, 45 years old. She was just 16 when her husband was murdered. She was pregnant with her second daughter at the time, yet she kept fighting, refusing to accept a CBI closure report filed in 2009 insisting that the CBI had not recorded the testimony of two key eyewitnesses. The CBI argued their investigations made it clear that Jagdish Taitler was not present at the Gurdwara at the time of the incident. The prosecutor claimed the Congress leader was in fact at Murti Bhavan where Indira Gandhi's body was kept. But even as the CBI insisted there was no evidence against Jagdish Taitler, there were differing voices within the investigative agency that claimed otherwise. One of its joint directors, Arun Kumar, had at the time said the CBI should file a case against the Congress leader. But he was overruled by his boss and then CBI director Ashwini Kumar. Today, Ashwini Kumar is the governor of Nagaland. Comment on anything that I have done in CBI right now? <coughs> no, Absolutely no comments on that. <laughs> so was the CBI under pressure? Not just this were the findings of 10 commissions and committees that were formed over three decades ignored. The last commission headed by Justice Nanavati had indicted Jagdish Taitler saying there was credible evidence that he very probably had a hand in organizing attacks on Sikhs. But the Congress government in its action taken report exonerated Jagdish Taitler 
saying a person cannot be prosecuted simply on the basis of probabilities. For the victims of the 1984 anti-Sikh riots, it's been a long and lonely battle for justice. After 28 long and dark years, they say today's order has finally brought them some hope. But they know all too well that the battle is far from over and it's still a long and tortuous road ahead. CBI has done a lot of time before. It's for thinking that we should go to the case or not. And if we think about it, then we will die here. We will die here until we will die here. We will die here. Vidnia Khanna and Siddharth Pandey, Amitabh Revi, NDTV. And I'll be going across live now to California and the U.S. to speak to one of the witnesses that the court has ordered must be examined by the CBI. The CBI has so far not spoken to this man. This is Resham Singh who's given a signed affidavit saying that he saw a mob outside this Gurdwara in 1984 led by Jagdish Teitler. He claims that Jagdish Teitler was chanting Khun Ka Badla Khun. He says, I saw Jagdish Teitler instigate and scream at the mob ordering them to go get the Sikhs. Now, this of course has to be proved in court, but his claim that he was never, this statement was not recorded by the CBI, even though the CBI had come to the United States and expressed orders of the court to question witnesses. Jagdish Taita's defense has been that all these accusations are mischievous lies. He's claimed that there's evidence that he was not even there at the time at the Gurdwara, that he was actually at the Murti Mark. Let's go across now live to Resham Singh, who joins me from California. Resham Singh Ji, what will you say when the court and CBI have ordered you to record your statement? Okay, I will record my first time. I was in New York, and I was in New York. Srinder Singh was recording in California. We came here, Jaswir Singh was here, and we came here. California came here, and Jaswir Singh was recording again, and we came here again. Mr. Resham Singh, I'm just going to ask Mr. Pulka, who's here, the lawyer who's been fighting for Sikh victims. Mr. Pulka, if you could just translate what Mr. Resham Singh just said. He said, I first went to New York when the CBI team was in New York. And they told me that we will record your statement when we come to California. We will record the statement of Jaswir Singh and your statement. Then he again went to California when the CBI team went to California. But they recorded the statement of Jaswir Singh alone and they didn't record the statement of his statement. That's what he has said. People will ask and Jigdish Taitler will claim and the CBI has also said that we didn't record these statements because we didn't find any credible evidence to prove that these witnesses actually had seen this and why they didn't come forward earlier. Resham Singh Ji, what will you say about this? In 1984, you were a taxi driver. You said you were driving your taxi when this happened. Why didn't you come forward before when you were in India? Hello. Mr. Pulka, perhaps you could just ask him that in Punjabi. Resham Singh Ji, when you were in India, I think the phone has got cut, but Mr. Pulka, if you can come in, because you know this case better than anyone else in India, I would think. Why is it that these witnesses, and this is what Jigdish Taitler's uh, team has asked earlier, why didn't they come forward earlier? To where should they go, number one? Uh, when the case is not even registered, it, it, and, uh, and uh, these are the people that case, uh, the uh, police don't even register the case. Those people who had even given their statements, filed their affidavits before the commissions and committees, mm -hmm. meant if, if no cognizance is taken of that. When, once the case starts and the, when they come to know that now the statements are being recorded, mm -hmm. at, that is the moment when the people must courage to, and to go there. Otherwise, it's not easy for any normal being. Let, uh, even, let all these the, the people who are listening to the prompt think of it. If they have seen the people like Jagdish Titler or Sajjan Kumar or for that matter a politician doing something, how much courage they will muster on their own to go to the police unless they know it that now the police will take cognizance of what we say, it will be taken into consideration, yes. then the people are prepared to take the risk. But mm -hmm. when they know it that nothing is going to be done, rather they, they are going to be targeted. This yes. is what's happened. You see, the now a precise, precisely this is, how, this is what had happened in, in these cases. The people who came forward are made targeted. In they fact, are threatened. No, in fact, I'm just going to go across because I think what also the impact of this is huge because this involves a man who is a senior Congress leader. In fact, he's the member of the Congress's decision-making body, the uh, Congress Working Committee, Jigdish Taitler. 
even today, senior Congress leaders like Digvijay Singh, Renika Chaudhary have defended him. We ask the big question, will the Congress now drop him from the CWC that in the court is ordered an investigation against him or should they wait till there's proof? That's the Congress line, Digvijay Singh defending him. Let's just look at the political fallout of this. Jagdish Taikla mingling with the top Congress leadership at their recent Jaipur meeting. Despite the long shadow of his alleged role in the 1984 riots, Taikla is a member of the Congress Working Committee and the Congress in charge of Orissa. Earlier, he was also the Congress in charge of Bihar. In 1984, Taikla was a rising star in the Congress, beginning his career in the 70s as a Sanjay Gandhi loyalist. A day after Indira Gandhi's assassination, eyewitnesses say they saw him lead a mob to Gurdwara pull Mangash. But there was no action against him, not just by one government, but successive ones. The other politicians named again and again by eyewitnesses were Sajjan Kumar and HKL Bhagat. Yet, Rajiv Gandhi's infamous words, when a big tree falls, the earth shakes, appeared to set the tone, as cases collapsed or didn't even begin as witness after witness turned hostile or left the country. Taitler, as a Gandhi family loyalist, not only became a minister in Rajiv Gandhi's 1984 government, but also Narsimha Rao's 1991 government, as well as Manmohan Singh's 2004 one. He won the Delhi Sadar seat four times consecutively and got a ticket for the 2009 elections as well for his winnability factor. HKL Bhagat went on to become a minister in Gandhi's government and Sajjan Kumar kept getting the party ticket to contest. This despite this indictment by the Nanavati Commission, which found credible evidence against him. Bhagat died in 2005, never having faced an investigation. You are using this forum, please. Finally, this incident ahead of the 2009 elections, triggered by anger against the CBI's clean chit to Titler, was their political nemesis. The Congress, afraid of the backlash among Sikh voters, forced not only him, but also Sajjan Kumar, a fellow accused in the 1984 riots, to give up their tickets. I'm not apologizing. Now I apologize 50 times before also. And I would say that what kind of the, whatever kind it happened, I think it was a shameless. And I would say the people, administration and the governor who should have controlled, did not control at that time. Jagdish Teichler has refused to react to the court's order of reinvestigation because he claims that he's a victim of political controversy. However, Congress sources tell us that in the upcoming AICC reshuffle, it is likely that he may be sidelined because the party doesn't want to take a chance with upcoming elections. However, if going by past trends, Jagdish Teichler will be a survivor. We expect the judicial pronouncement and the Mr. Jagdish Titler has got the right to uh, go into appeal. Soon after coming to power, India's first Sikh Prime Minister said, I have on behalf of the government of India apologized on behalf of the nation for what happened in 1984. Yet these words seem meaningless when 29 years later, for the first time, an investigation will just begin against one of his party colleagues. The big political question now will also be whether the steam has been taken out of the Congress's attack against Narendra Modi for the 2002 Gujarat riots, the shadow of 1984 now hanging very much over 2014. Joining me tonight, my special panel of guests, I'm joined by Har Simrit Kaur Badal of the uh, Akali Dal, Lok Sabha MP. I'm also joined by Sukhpal Singh Khera, official spokesperson of the Punjab Congress. Also with me tonight, Mr. H.S. Pulka, who just spoke. I'm also joined by Jaginder Singh, former director of the CBI, and Mr. Ved Marwa, former commissioner of police Delhi, but here tonight in his capacity as the head of the Marwa Commission, which was set up in November 1984 and unceremoniously shut down when it seemed clear that he was asking too many uncomfortable questions. Also with me tonight, Shunali Bose, award-winning filmmaker of the movie Ammo, based on the lives of the victims of the 1984 riots. Har Simrit Kaur Badal, do you welcome the court decision today and do you feel that it's also time for some political cleansing in a sense? We keep saying let the law take its course, but given that it's been 29 years, are these words in a sense farcical now? I definitely welcome this verdict because it vindicates what every, not just every Sikh, but I think every sane thinking individual of this country already knows that probably for the first time in a country like India, 
a community was targeted on the basis of their looks a community that fought a valiant battle for the independence of this country if you look at the number of sikhs who gave up their lives or were killed by the britishers or went to kalapani you would be surprised it was almost 80% of sikhs who had laid down their lives yes and then to be targeted by a state sponsored massacre by the ruling government the very people who are supposed to take care of the interests of the people turn around to be the perpetrators who hunt them out of their houses burn them alive in front of their families and the capital of the nation for three full days sikhs are hunted targeted and butchered with police help with the leadership leading it from the forefront on the national television doordarshan khoon ka badla khoon inciting people to do this it happened not just in delhi but all over india where a community uh, innocent people were butchered and killed on the behest of the ruling government which is the congress party and i think this is the only example in probably in the history of our country that a government has got away with it where 30 years later the people who perpetrated these crimes where hundreds of eyewitnesses have given their accounts have given their eyewitness accounts and even till date are fighting it those people have not only been rewarded but they are being shielded by the congress party even as of today so not a single one of them has been brought to book so do you think jigdish taikla must be dropped from the cwc do you think it's farcical when you hear uh, the congress or the upa talk about narendra modi when they haven't looked at 1984 the uh, riots which came two uh, decades before that sonia le please let's not politicize this 1984 and uh, 2002 there's a huge difference there's an sit which went a special investigative team which went into action immediately mm-hmm. to probe what happened in gotra hundreds of police officers and leaders and people have been punished there are nine commissions which have been set up and not one except yes, for nanavati which was set up by the, during the bjp 10 of them except for nanavati which came in during the bjp regime all the others whatever they would say it was all thrust aside and thrown into the dustbin because they were all indicting the congress leaders let me just so get mr gera let me get mr gera to react i think let me get mr gera to react to mr gera on terms of facts in the terms of facts in the commissions which have thrown the reports to thrown the dustbin harsimrit kaur badal does have the congress in the dock why was it that these uh, successive reports were ignored why is it that we find that key uh, congress leaders who eyewitnesses had talked against even the nanavati report had said that there is evidence to be investigated against jigdish taikla why is it that he is today a member of the cwc are you asking me yes mr khera all right so now the problem is that firstly i understand the pain and agony of the victims of 1984 riots and their families and uh, secondly i would I, i want to say that i'm not here to defend an individual neither the prosecuting agency thirdly my sister has made a very uh, strong attack and she says don't politicize the matter i want to ask her that her father in law was the chief minister in punjab during the nda government from uh, 1999 to 2004 Full five years. Shameful. Did the Akalis or the Shameful. NDA do anything for the riot victims? Number one. Number two. No, number Kali, two. He's not talking about uh, the innocence claim. He's talking about politicizing the issue. Shame on him. Just a minute. Just Go ahead. Let's talk about the innocence that were massacred. I just said let's not politicize it. Can you just sit down to the level? Let's politicize the issue. Let's hear my argument now. Let him just finish. Let him just finish. Let him just finish. You are talking about Sonia. You think Sonia justice has been done by Sonia the party? I don't think so. Let's finish and we'll come back to the panel. Let's finish. 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 Let He was facing criminal charges. The charge he did, uh, he, he was oh, failed. Charges have been failed. He and his son became CM and the deputy CM. No, but I think the issue of corruption charges can't be better than the charges here. I just want to focus on the other members of our panel. I don't want to put this to come into political tooth and nail. Let me just focus on the members of our panel. Let me go back to where it began, to 1984. I have with me Mr. Ved Marwa, who headed that first Marwa Commission. When you have seen the years that have passed, 29 years. you actually in a sense 
were the one to see the first evidence at that time, the freshest evidence. After that, much of the evidence was actually destroyed. What would you say about this unconscionable, unconscionable delay which has gone on for 29 years? Are you happy in a sense that there is some kind of fresh hope that even 30 years later, justice may be done, at least the charges will be reinvestigated, these witnesses will be given a chance to make their statements? It's quite obvious that 29 years delay has damaged the case. I hope not beyond uh, uh, reasonable um, conclusion. But the fact remains that the manner in which the whole thing has been handled right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was asked, I was not in the Delhi police at that time, I, I, was, I joined the Delhi police and they gave me this um, mandate to inquire into the role of the police. My mandate was very limited. So you couldn't look at any political involvement? No, role of the police uh, in 84. And then what they found, and I was given three months to give my report. And what I found during my inquiry, and I spent day and night to complete it, that uh, there was documentary evidence about police negligence and uh, police uh, total uh, uh, indifference to what was happening on the roads of Delhi. And once they saw that, uh, immediately my inquiry was uh, stopped without giving me any reason and Justice Ranganath Mishra was appointed to inquire. My uh, documents were all handed over, I was asked to hand over all everything which I did. Mm -hmm. And then Justice Ranganath Mishra examined me also, which I told but him. But what about the key question, why would the police just disappear? Why would the police be neg negligent? Who ordered them in a sense? Because the Justice Ranganath Mishra report then bizarrely said that these, this was an involuntary reaction or unorganized. Why would the police disappear? You said that actual files of where police movements had completed, you couldn't even find them. That's it, because according to the police rules, every movement of the police has to be recorded. Mm -hmm. Every report has to be recorded. I found the documents of the central police control room where all these various emergency calls were coming. So they couldn't deny that they knew what was happening, but there were no records in the police station. Now, why did they do it? But, and it didn't happen all over Delhi. It happened in some of the affected police stations. And um, I seized all those documents, mm -hmm. and both the records of the police control room as well as the police station, and that made them uncomfortable. And from then onwards, those Delhi police officers who were involved, uh, who thought that I would, my verdict would go against them, have filed a case against me. And they have been going after one case after another on some absolutely flimsy ground. And we say rule of law, our law will take its own course. But as you can see that after 29 years, it is the inquiry officer who is facing this harassment, un unabated harassment for the last 29 years. You it's, see, what, what it's actually unbelievable. So you are saying the police officers haven't actually faced trial, but you are now facing a defamation case. I just want to bring in Mr. Madhva, because uh, that point of who actually ordered the police is still a completely grey area. That's actually no commission has really gone into a sense, though the Justice Nanamati report has said that clearly it was organized, but it's not really laid blame on who organized it except on Jigdish Taitler, Sajjan Kumar. It is difficult for me to make any definite comment, but from my own experience, I can say that when riots take place on such large scale, and they were organized riots. They were not, I don't agree they that they were spontaneous riots. Yes. Because they were a mob of 14, uh, 15, 20, which went and um, did what they did. Now, in a city like Delhi, capital of Delhi, it is not possible unless they believe that they can get away with it. And they got away with it. And um, the manner in which, again, the various commissions and committees were appointed and the whole process was delayed in the hope that people will forget the witnesses will go, the investigating officers will lose interest and um, uh, whoever didn't, who persisted, they hounded and harassed him. And people who were involved, and that includes some of the police officers, they were given um, po posted after their retirement. Mm -hmm. the, the, uh, no, and we saw that as well when we said, saw the case of uh, Titan and Sajjan Kumar, the winnability factor. Let me bring in, because I think just as much as governments and politicians in the dock, also in the dock is the country's premier investigating agency, the CBI. And if I can bring in Joginder Singh here, Mr. Singh, you were of course uh, charge of the CBI in 96-97. Why is it that successive director after director couldn't come forward and interview uh, these witnesses, make sure that there was some swift, speedy justice in this case once it came to the CBI. Mr. Pulka talks of how uh, uh, difficult it's been for the, the witnesses. CBI cannot own its own to it. No, but the, once uh, the, your the, the cases has yes, to be transferred by the government the, to the CBI. So you're saying the government delayed the that? Could hmm. do it. No, but once it was transferred, why no, is it that the CBI gave this bizarre it, closure report? It is only in 2005. Yes, but that's still now eight years. Uh, much, much after Jaginder Singh left. 
Of course, but I'm just asking his yeah, point. That's right. Not I, of his personal I'll give answer. Yes. You see, I can uh, tell you, uh, the legal ring of CBI is totally stopped by the law ministry. They take their orders from the law, mm -hmm. whether it's formal or informal. They must have put up a note saying here that this witness is unreliable. I don't agree with the report of investigating officer that any witness is unreliable or reliable. It is not their job. You have a Rushi murder case right now, mm -hmm. where CBI gave three options to the court, which were the correct. And this is the evidence, this is, this is no specific case, only circumstances. The case may be closed or the court may pass any order it deems fit here. And the court ordered the trial of Talwar couple here. I don't know why they adopted a different standard on that one. And my friend Mr. Ved Marwa, what he has said here, I will answer that question. He is reluctant here. Uh, point is here that uh, officials, to retain their jobs, they anticipate what the government wants and act accordingly. The government dangles before them that after retirement you will get this thing here. Otherwise, the, the, if, a, if a responsible government was there, it should have straightway dismissed all those senior officers, including at the top, uh, under Article 311, that you have failed to decide duties. But, but the of course, Mr. Chitendra Singh, you are saying that with full responsibility now, uh, whether we say this is coincidence or whether you say this is actually uh, uh, malicious, because of course we know that a uh, joint director, Arun Kumar, who is currently ADG Law and Order UP, had said do not close this case against Jigdish Taita and Ashwini Kumar, the then CBI director, he is now governor in the state. He is now governor in the state. Are you linking those things? I would only mention in the end. This is a uh, carrot which government dangles before the senior bureaucrats that if you follow our instruction or anticipate what we want here, you will get X, Y, Z. I also had the same temptation. I said I am quite happy. There is no problem on that one. Uh, the first step is the government is really honest. It should stop giving post-retirement sign cures to anybody of any service. Then you will see how that mission will, will improve. <laughs> Secondly, the, there is an endemic delay. That's why people resort to lynching, they kill people. Even here, I think Megan was killed by one of the uh, persons who felt hurt on eight, 84 riots or so here. And Justice Balakrishna, when he was Chief Justice of India, he said that is the reason people take uh, law into their hands. No, and, uh, the delay which is so court. long. We've right. looked, we've looked really no, no, one, one second. Yes. Give me one second only. Yes. You see, the only point here is the government doesn't get any no any votes uh, by strengthening the investigation agencies or giving independence to them, which should have been done in the first instance. Uh, we need 77,000 judges as per Justice Balakrishna. We have only some 13,000 actually in position. So yes, but still no, in the case, no, in a case no, at the no, 94 riots, surely it could have been fast that the way the Gujarat riot cases were treated, no, no. why weren't the 94 riot cases treated like that? I just want to go across because we've discussed so many aspects, the political, the policing, the legal, but let's no, go across and to the human impact. I'd like to bring Shanali Bose on that. I'll come back to Mr. Jinsen. I'd like to bring in Shanali Bose on that completely different perspective because really we talk of 29 years, it's more than a number. It's a generation, it's yes. a children grown up who haven't seen uh, their fathers. Uh, a 16 year old who was pregnant, who lost a husband now, 45 they, they and they are about Gujarat, What Gujarat, to you has been the, the biggest impact, yeah. the biggest human impact of these uh, killings? Well, first and foremost, um, Sonia, like at that time, I myself was 19 years old and from Miranda House, our history department, right from November 4th, we went into the camps and worked like I worked for three months every single day in a variety of camps in Delhi. And that itself was an unbelievable experience because I heard firsthand from victims who've just lost beloved ones and have no time to have any conspiracies that it was politicians who they knew, who they loved, who they voted for, who they saw organizing these mobs. They saw that kerosene was being distributed. They saw how organized it was and that they were alive because their Hindu neighbors saved them. So this to me was a huge thing to hear firsthand that this was an organized carnage, not a riot, and that people were not communal because the victims themselves were speaking about how the Hindus defended them. Because for the next 25 years, one has been battling this whole issue of it being a communal riot. And I think it's really important that we are really clear that in the capital city of the country, since partition, there has never been such a massacre. It really is a massacre that took place. The human impact, my God, like first and foremost, the fact that so many people 
uh, you know, lost their entire families, burnt alive in front of their eyes, and are without justice. That for 29 years you've lost everybody, and nobody's acknowledging. Nobody's even acknowledging that this is a massive thing that happened, and those who are guilty should be punished, except for people like Mr. Pulka, people like Mr. Mara, those activists who've been carrying on this battle. So when I made the film Amu, I made it because there was not just a generation who didn't know in the world. Uh, this is not something like uh, th that's been taken up as a genocide. It's not been taken up as a genocide. It is a genocide, and this is what's important for us to acknowledge. And for us, why didn't we make sure that this doesn't happen again? If the guilty had been punished swiftly after 1984, when the ruling party actually organized this massacre, we have to ask this question in our democratic country. How come mechanisms exist that, first of all, allow a ruling party to get away with it? Mm -hmm. And secondly, that mechanisms exist that those who carried it out can still remain in power and can contest election. Congress party followed by uh, Narendra Modi. This is ha continuing to happen because that set a cycle of violence in place in and our country. And of course the riots also in 2002. We can't forget the legacies, the imprints that go riot after riot which goes unpunished. But let me go across now <coughs> to the woman who tonight is really about. That is Lakhwinder Kaur. The young woman I just talked about, just 16 when her husband was murdered, one of three men killed in a Gurdwara in the most horrific way, burning tires placed around their neck. Witnesses placing Jagdish Taitler at the scene. Ketki, it's over to you. 29 years later, this woman has brought up two of her daughters, one of her daughters she was expecting at that time. Tell us, let us hear from her in her own words what she feels today. Lakshmi Ji, you want to ताकत के साथ लड़ी है आज जब कोर्ट ने कहा है कि जगदीश टाइलर के खिलाफ मामला बन सकता है तो आपको एक तरह से आप बता रही थी आप नर्वस थी कोर्ट के अंदर जाते समय लेकिन बाहर आके थोड़ा रिलीफ हुआ सो नेस इज लिटिल ओवरवेंड व्हाई वी गिव अ लिटिल टाइम यू नो टू कम टू टर्म्स ऑफ व्हाट रियली इज गोइंग टू हैपन ओवर द नेक्स्ट मेनी वीक्स लेट्स आल्सो ब्रिंग इन निरप्रीत यू हैव बीन फॉलोइंग दिस केस अलोंग विद ऑल द अदर विक्टिम्स यू आर अ विक्टिम ऑफ द रायट्स योरसेल्फ व्हाट डज दिस मीन फॉर ऑल द अदर विक्टिम केसेस who are actually watching this very closely. Uh, if we talk about that we got a justice or we got some relief, I don't think so we got a relief. If after 29 years old, then one thing came that for further investigation they are uh, moving. The judge, the judge has said that is not uh, so good, we can say. Uh, but uh, where the CBI has given two times closer report and now again they were trying to give him closer report mm -hmm. but the judge has refused uh, the, the about closer report and uh, given order to uh, further for, for, for further investigation but in my opinion if after 29 years 29 years they are thinking that for further investigation mm -hmm. then how long it will take then when they are going to mm -hmm. uh, start the case that यही यही ख्याल आपको भी सता रहा है कि अभी तीन दशक हो चुके हैं आगे और भी समय लग सकता है आपको यही तकलीफ है हाँ जी मैं तो यही कहती हूँ कि अगर कुछ भी है जिसने मेरे पति को मारा है उसको सजा होनी चाहिए मेरे को फैसला मिलना चाहिए बस मैं इससे आगे और कुछ नहीं कह सकती तीन दशक आपने जिस तरह से अपने दोनों बच्चियों को बड़ा किया है आपने कहा पहले भी कि धमकियां भी आती थी लेकिन बहुत मेहनत के साथ आपने ये पूरी जो लड़ाई है आप लड़ती आ रही हैं जी डरने वाली तो कोई बात नहीं है अगर डरते तो ये स्टेप ना उठाते डरना तो हमारे धर्म में लिखा ही नहीं आखिरी दम तक लड़ते रहेंगे और डरने वाली ऐसी कोई बात नहीं जो डरेंगे ये तो कभी कोई भूल जाए की हम डरेंगे डरना नहीं अगर डरते तो फिर ये कुछ होना ही नहीं था पीछे ही अड़ जाते और इतने 28 साल में ये शक्ति आपको कहाँ से आए कि आप लड़ते रहे देखो जिसके सिर पे आती है जिसके जिसका घर उजड़ता है उसमें कुदरती ऑटोमेटिक शक्ति आ जाती है और जो हमारे बहन भाई जो भी हैं उनकी सपोर्ट थी हमारे को बहुत ज्यादा ये तो मामला वैसे अभी सिर्फ शुरुआत ही है क्यूँकी केस अभी बनने वाला है तो आगे की लड़ाई जाहिर है बहुत लंबी हो सकती है तीस साल तक लड़ते रहे तो आगे भी लड़ेंगे कोई बात नहीं कोई ऐसी बात नहीं हिम्मत हारने वाली कोई बात नहीं है लड़ेंगे आप आप वह हिम्मत नहीं हारी है वो तो आपके लड़ाई से ही पूरी तरह से दिखाई दे रहा है लोगों की तरफ से आप जिस तरह से अकेली जूझती आ रही है वो ही उसी मंशा से आप आगे भी बढ़ेंगे हाँ जी कोई बात नहीं अकेले जूझेंगे और कोई जो भी अपने बहन भाई है उनके साथ हमारे साथ में 
उनके मतलब उनके हमारे को सपोर्ट है और कोई मैं तो अभी भी ये कह रही कोई डरने वाली मेरे को ऐसा कुछ नहीं है मैं अकेली भी निकल सकती हूँ कहीं भी जा सकती हूँ कैसे मेरे को कोई डरने वाली ऐसी कोई बात नहीं अगर डरती तो ये मैं आपको अभी भी कह रही थी कि स्टेप नहीं उठाती आपकी दो बच्चे बहुत ही छोटी थी एक का जन्म भी नहीं हुआ था तभी आपने बताया कि उनको कई सालों के बाद आखिर में आपने बताया कि उस दिन हुआ क्या था नवंबर एक चौरासी में हुआ क्या था आज आप उनको क्या कहना चाहेंगे उनको यही बच्चों को तो सभी कुछ मालूम है आज मेरे को पूछ रही थी बेटी मेरी की मम्मी आप अभी तक क्यों नहीं आए क्या बात है मैंने बोला मैं के जो जिस हक के लिए मैं लड़ रही हूँ आज तीस साल तक तो अभी तक तो कोई हमारे को इंसाफ नहीं मिला आगे के लिए क्या मैं कोई बात नहीं बेटा आप जानते नहीं कि लड़ाई क्या होती है दुश्मनों के साथ आपको पता नहीं आया दुख क्या होता है क्योंकि जैसे जैसे मैंने अपनी लाइफ निकाली है तुम लोगों को परेशान नहीं होने दिया कैसे मैंने मेहनत की कैसे मैंने घर चलाया कैसे मैंने तुम्हें पाला है ये तो मैं जानती हूँ बस हमसे बात करने के लिए शुक्रिया निप्रीत जी आपका भी सोना यू हर्ड हर शी इज डिटर्मिंड टू कंटिन्यू फाइटिंग दिस फॉर एज लॉन्ग एज इट टेक्स नो मैटर व्हाट दी ऑब्स्टिकल्स थैंक्स वेरी मच केत की हर ब्रेवरी रियली शाइनिंग आउट देयर टुडे एंड हरसिमित कौर बादल व्हेन वी हियर दैट विडो टॉकिंग टुडे यू स्पेंट हर लाइफ रियली बैटलिंग फॉर जस्टिस द आयरनी इज दैट इट मे टेक मेनी मेनी मोर इयर्स बिकॉज द सीबीएस इन्वेस्टिगेट डू यू फील that there must be a supreme court monitor investigation because in a sense given the long history of riots in india the only one where we actually seen some kind of closure some kind of actual monitoring has been after 2002 do you would you demand do you feel that the opposition must unite on this uh, matter now in fact not just the opposition but all political parties should they be an sit into this absolutely sonia i think that is the only hope that we have for any kind of justice is if we get an sit but let me also remind you that i too was a delhiite and a young student who suffered and then went and worked in the camps so i can tell you that as long as there's a single sikh alive this fight is not going to end no matter how much the congress tries to protect them no matter how much this first family may reward and shield but this fight is not going to die down because any fight for justice can never end unless justice is received so there is total injustice happening for three decades which is generation after generation is feeling the pain so of this what injustice these people this, done back home in punjab uh, this is a this is a, this is a community that fights for the rights and i would like we to ask this mr khera that his own father is a supporter of the khalistan movement he has his own father jatinder was a khalistan movement and now he says he is going to settle the
डिसीजन What would you say in that? Given the uh, saying that this that is the rule of the law. Two things. Very powerful. Yes. Yes. Uh, now, number one, the Congress, uh, Congress is clearly adopting the double standards over here. Now, when it comes to Gujarat, when they raise all those allegations against Modi, whereas Modi is indicted, not even a case is registered against him. As far as uh, that is, no, I am, I am saying the guilty of the uh, uh, Gujarat should also be punished. that is very clear but the double standard of the congress party when they only talk about gujarat as if those killed in gujarat were human beings and those killed in 1984 were not even the human beings this is the double standard number one they number two i am surprised how mr khaira is defending titler now the titler this is such a serious allegation against titler this is a question of a of a genocide the largest massacre in the country mm -hmm. i mean that is the allegation against titler such a serious right of titler and this is the fourth akali now now number 3 let me tell you last time when the cbi filed the closure report against titler the home minister now you said joint director says dig said file the charge sheet John Director says, "File the charge sheet." The director, director has overruled. Say no. Give the clean sheet. Home Minister Chinnamaram gives the statement. I am glad. My friend is exonerated. Look at this. What they are doing? Home Minister saying, "I am glad my friend is exonerated." That obviously clear. That who got it? Uh, him exonerated from that. And fact, today, the Congress is again adopting that double double standards. They made. Uh, no, in fact, I just want to read out, Mr. Purka, the judgment which actually came today when the additional sessions judge set aside the order of the trial court. She says that the court relied upon a CD which shows that Jigdeep Chakra was present at Teen Murti Bhavan when this incident happened, but it ignored the fact that the distance between the Pulbanga Shurdwara from Teen Murti Bhavan was hardly 10 to 15 minutes, so Jigdeep Chakra could easily have been at both places. Right. They also said that. The investigating agency had an obligation to have recorded the statements of these persons, or at least have made inquiry from them. Jaginder Singh, I'm going to come back to you on this point. What if the CBI records these statements and gives another closure report and says we find that these uh, statements don't match up? Is the court then obligated to go with it? Do you think that rather than wasting time in lower courts, there should be a movement for an SIT straight away, monitored by the Supreme Court? And that's really I, the I, sadness I, I, of today. The evidence is monitored by the Supreme Court. I know not everything, but this 84 riot is not everything. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been ideal if it had been monitored by the Supreme Court by itself also. But I think if somebody could move the uh, Supreme Court, I am sure they will be willing to consider it uh, and give it uh, due weightage, as all the courts have given. Same CBI has slammed Delhi police. In uh, yes, in the, in the year 2012, mm -hmm. saying that this is a biased investigation, no investigation, they were rewarded, and uh, my friend Ved Marwa has also confirmed the same thing here. <coughs> But obviously, when you have a carrot dangling in front of you, that you will get this or that, people do get tempted. And secondly, please understand, CBI is not an independent agency. Supreme Court passed orders for giving little bit of independence to police in 2002. 22nd September. Mm -hmm. Seven years have passed. No state has agreed to give a, even a modicum of independence here. So you get the government you deserve. You get the police for which the government gives it to you. And 
I can take, I will quote Sir Malcolm, who was the Governor General of Bombay in 1885. Mm -hmm. He said the easiest thing is still to catch the most notorious criminal, but the kind of evidence which our laws require, which is passed by the British, are, is impossible to get. The result is annual release of these offenders who start their career of again committing murders, decades and robberies. So, also. Mr. Pulka, why not go to the because Supreme Court? Why not go to the Supreme Court there, there, now? Uh, because through the lower courts, it will take another three decades. Uh, Sonia, in fact, uh, uh, we will take a decision on it, whether to go to the Supreme Court for that kind of relief. And uh, uh, let me tell you, this has been the grievance of the victims here, that uh, they have not got the justice. And in fact, uh, uh, we were expecting much more from the higher courts also. Mm -hmm. we, the victims were expecting oh. that even the Supreme Court will deal with the 84 also in the same manner like the Supreme Court has dealt with uh, with Gujarat. But unfortunately, even Human Rights Commission, the Minority Commission, even the Press Council, all government agencies, they are, everybody is ignoring 84. And the, the grievance no. of the victims is but also... The Press Council chairman is busy with getting Sanjay I'm frankly... The mm -hmm. grievance of the victims is mm -hmm. also against the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. That Supreme Court has also not dealt with it in the same seriousness as it has been dealt uh, with Gujarat. Wait, Marwa, do you find it sad in a sense that we will find the debate not no, being no, about I, I, my riot versus your riot. We will find political parties squabbling no, no, over no, which I, riot was worse, which riot has got more justice, who was more involved, in the sense that undercuts no, no, the need for having a credible way to deal in a sense uh, with riots or massacres. Uh, any riot is bad enough. Perhaps from the normal courts or, or the setup, there has to be a separate way to deal with it. What would you think? No, no, absolutely. The only way to deal with these riots or whatever you genocide, whatever you call it, is to ensure that the guilty are punished as quickly as possible. That message will go because normally what's happening, the politicians want a pliant police and uh, the uh, some of the police officers have uh, uh, are, are so sharp that they do mind reading the politician doesn't even have to give direct instruction they know what the politician wants and they'll do it and they're rewarded <laughs> now this sort of thing if it continues i think the rule of law will become uh, a, a dream in this country and it is becoming because uh, for an ordinary person who hasn't got money who hasn't got power to get justice is almost impossible. Our criminal justice system is on the verge of breakdown. But in a sense, what happened today gives some hope because I think Shanali, uh, if you come in on that point, the grit, the determination we saw in that widow was absolutely amazing. And the fact is that she's managed to get her voice heard today against a very powerful uh, ruling party politician. Yeah, but I, I won't say that that's something heartening in the sense her courage is fantastic and mm -hmm. the courage of the widows of 84 is really remarkable because I've seen how every time you have to retell a story of how somebody got killed, I've seen them come out of the courts and break down. It's really hard to describe exactly, to how somebody it. got killed and be poked at and questioned and re-questioned. It. So it's outrageous that twen for 29 years people are being re-questioned on something that right from day one people said the FIRs, I filled out FIRs against Titler, they were destroyed, they were removed. They're missing FIRs. He's talked about missing reports of police action. I mean, this is a massive cover-up took place for years. Now, after 29 years, one can't feel happy that even now, because elections are coming up, it's again become a, a thing between Congress and BJP, when both parties have no business to be running for any election in this country. Both parties' hands are absolutely blood-red with killing people in this country. Massacre has taken place by both these parties. And now it's becoming a, a game as to who, who's worse. It's ridiculous. Harsimit Kaur Badal, uh, Mr. Khaira, as the two politicians on the panel, I'm going to leave the final words with you tonight on that. Because really, in a sense, when you look at that, neither party, neither alliance can claim to be clean in a matter as shameful as communal riots, as massacres. Harsimit, you first. I totally agree. I totally agree, Sorya. Any kind of genocide and that too sponsored by the government which the people look at as their protectors I think is really sad and is horrific and unacceptable and I would like to say here once again that if justice had been served in 1984 if a rule had been set down where the guilty had been punished no incidents would have happened after that so even today it is the same party 
and if justice is not served today they have setting a precedent to allow these things to happen in the country and i think that is why it is very important that all parties need to get together and the likes of sajjan kumar and jagdish tatu should not just be dismissed from cwc they need to be punished as well as those high ups in the government who have been protecting them and shielding them and just a mere apology from a prime minister i don't think serves uh, any kind of bomb or justice or any such thing their actions are speaking much louder than their words but those those on simit court people will ask you that Sonia. even that apology so hasn't come from the gujarat chief minister but the kali say are all right with him as a prime ministerial candidate who the bjp chooses as the prime ministerial candidate is yet for the bjp to decide akali dal is in alliance with the bjp not with an individual of the bjp so who the bjp decides to choose once they come into power this is the prerogative of their party just like we decide in punjab who we want to be our, our chief minister candidate it's not the bjp who decides for us so we have been in alliance with the bjp for the last right. many years and conti will continue to be for the next many decades regardless of who is leading that party but that that's that, that may be seen as that. that may be seen because if you indict the prime minister and say he only given an apology others would argue that perhaps in other cases was an even apology given but anyway let's leave no, that point to that but let me get the final words because with uh, mr khaira mr khaira tonight the congress so, is in the dock because in a sense of what we've heard yeah. the fact the statements that have come out as i said a moral indictment seems to be enough to requestion the protection that Sonia the opposition claims have been given to jagdish tatler not just opposition mr pulka claims sunali says with our other say that has been given to mr tatler sonia ji yes Son sonia ji see uh, see at the beginning of the program i said i'm not here to defend any individual nor the prosecuting agency and i also felt very bad and uh, felt the pain and agony of the riot victims and the families now when you try to politicize the issue i have to respond and i am also going to say a larger issue that the indian criminal justice system needs a thorough review and it's not about uh, it's of course about 84 it's about it's it's about many more serious incidents in the country so what i can what i can say as a congressman is that in so far the uh, the, uh, the the question of continuum mr title is comes that's that's up to the high command to decide and number 2 he has not been nominated for the lok sabha last time And he's, sure he's, he's in the CWC. He's in the CWC. And he's held guilty or charged cheated. He wasn't nominated after yeah, shoe was thrown at Mr. Chidambaram. He wasn't nominated after shoe was thrown at Mr. Chidambaram. Why not? Congress demand that he should be removed. Mr. Kalmadi, I think that Congress should demand that he should be removed. Mr. Kalmadi had to resign. Mr. Kalmadi had to resign when charges were framed. A Raja had to resign when charges were framed. No, that's not corruption. This is not the same thing. This is not corruption. This is not the same thing. It's not the same thing, but we do have to leave it here. I think leave it tonight with the words Mr. Pulka said. Why is the Punjab Congress asking to resign again? The courts ordered them. Again, I think it's not in a case as serious as this, as murder, as the massacre of innocents. You cannot have the same standards as for anything else. You have to have a moral compass, which I think is really the question here. Thanks very much, all my special guests, for joining me tonight. This is a debate we will keep alive in the days to come. Twenty-nine years later. we talk about justice it seems almost tragic but in some cases there some way there is fresh hope thanks for watching